0: TRATCAST EXPRESS TRATCAST EXPRESS, it's Monday, March 19th, 2018, and now we know. The author of the explosive book, The Dictator Pope, has now revealed his true identity. In preparation for the big launch of the second edition of the book, which will be released in hardcover on April 23rd, the man who so far went by the pseudonym Mark Antonio Colonna has revealed himself as Mr. Henry Sear. The publisher's description of the author reads as follows, quote, Sear was born in 1949 in Barcelona to a family of French ancestry. He was educated in England at the, at the Jesuits' centuries-old Stonyhurst College and at Exeter College, Oxford, where he gained an honors degree in modern history. He is the author of six books on Catholic history and biography, including one on the famous English Jesuit writer and philosopher, Father Martin Darcy, S.J. The dictator pope is the fruit of Henry Sears' four-year residence in Rome from 2013 to 2017. During that time, he became personally acquainted with many figures in the Vatican, including cardinals and curial officials, together with journalists specializing in Vatican affairs. Unquote. So, although the second edition won't be released until April 23rd, you can already pre-order your copy from Amazon. We've got the link on our blog at novusordowatch.org wire. Just look for the post of March 19th entitled, Author of the Dictator Pope Revealed. Now, to be clear, Henry Sear is not a state of a contest, but apparently holds to the semi traditionalist recognize and resist position. So, we're not endorsing his theology here or anything. We're simply interested in advertising the fact that France's credibility is about to suffer another major blow when the second edition of The Dictator Pope is released. Also, because the author is going to be appearing on numerous television and radio programs giving interviews. And presenting his book. In other news, Hell is celebrating today because one of its own is one year closer to going there. The notorious modernist apostate father Hans Küng, Hell's Apostle, turns 90 today. It's actually surprising that he's still around because back in 2013, he announced that he was contemplating suicide. More on that in a moment. If you don't know who Hans Küng is, consider yourself lucky. He was ordained a priest for the Diocese of Basel, Switzerland on October 10th, 1954. In 1962, the Bishop of Rottenburg, Germany, Karl Leiprecht, brought him to the Second Vatican Council where he was active as a so-called theological expert. And this is where he did incalculable damage. Kung proved himself to be a modernist on steroids and advocated a most liberal interpretation of the council. As a professor of dogmatic and ecumenical theology at the infamous University of Tübingen, Germany, he became the teacher of many, including the notorious Walter Kasper. Explains a lot, doesn't it? He became known mostly for being the quintessential so-called Pope Critic because he was always light years farther to the left than Paul VI or John Paul II. So, Kung has been such a radical modernist that even the Novus Ordo sect had no choice but to condemn him. Well, they really slapped him on the wrist, but, you know. In 1979, the Vatican removed his license for teaching as a Catholic theologian, but they did not excommunicate or discipline him in any other way. They just said... You can continue teaching, but you can't do it under the label Catholic. In 1995, Kung established the Foundation for a Global Ethic. One of Kung's main goals is the reconciliation between all religions for the sake of world peace. On September 24, 2005, Benedict XVI received him at Castel Gandolfo for a friendly four hour chat and he expressed his extreme delight at the election of Francis in 2013. A year later, reviewing Francis' first 12 months of destruction, Kung stated in an interview that it was no longer necessary for him now to be a Pope critic. Yeah, that's because there was really nothing left to criticize, was there? Francis had been doing such a great job implementing Kung's ideas that the Swiss apostate was absolutely thrilled. With the Bergoglian performance. In 2016, Kung revealed that Francis had given him permission for free discussion on the dogma of papal infallibility, one of the countless dogmas that Kung denies. Kung, by the way, also denies the dogma of the Holy Trinity, but of course, that doesn't stop him from still being a priest in good standing for the Diocese of Basel. When he published his memoirs in 2013, the Apostate king revealed that he was contemplating ending his life by means of assisted suicide because he was suffering from Parkinson's disease and gradually going blind, and writing by hand was becoming increasingly difficult for him, and he just doesn't see the point of sticking around and suffering until the inevitable moment of death. And there you can see what has become of this man's once-Catholic faith. There is nothing left. He doesn't understand the purpose and importance of suffering, nor does he appreciate his final end, the reason why God created him. He thinks that if he can no longer accomplish the work he has chosen for himself, then there is no point to continue living. And so he shows that he does not understand that all our work must ultimately be done, not for its own sake, but to advance our salvation." But he rejects this supernatural purpose to natural life because he, like Francis, is a naturalist. As the great father Edward Lean remarks in his book In the Likeness of Christ, the ultimate purpose of our work does not lie in its fruit, but in the perfection of the worker. And so at 90 years of age, it looks like Hans Küng is, in the truest sense of the word, dying to go to hell. Tradcast Express is a production of Novus Ordo Watch. Check us out at tradcast.org. And if you like what we're doing, please consider making a tax-deductible contribution at novusordo.watch.org/donate.